We're on Brachot Yudhet Amud Aleph. Just a quick review. We were discussing the halachot of not saying Kriyat Shema in front of someone who is deceased. Um, uh, Tosafot brings down Yerushalmi uh, with the cute Drasha. Amar Bibon, Ad Kol Yamehayecha, Yamim Shata Osek Bahayim, Velo Yamim Shata Osek Bahmetim. Meaning, you're you supposed to remember Yetziat Mitzrayim. Uh, the days that you're dealing with uh, living people, not the, the deceased. Either way, we're discussing not saying keriat uh, shema, not saying berkat not doing a mitzvot in front of the deceased. There is a tosafot, a long tosafot that starts over here on Yud Zayin Amud Bet and it goes uh, all the way to, to the middle or late Yud Hayat Aleph, which discusses the halachot of aninut on Shabbat and Yom Tov. Um, what can I say? What can't I say? Um, if someone is watching, someone's not. And it ends off with the story of Rabbi Nutam, uh, um, whose sister passed away on Cholam Moed, and he ate meat and wine because it was holiday, and it wasn't Meto Mutal because his sister was in a different city, and someone else was taking care of her. That was his brother-in-law. And uh, this way he didn't, uh, he could continue enjoying the holiday and he was going to start uh, the Avelut after the holiday. So there was no Din Aninut. Um, either way, the Gemara started with a question that we understood from the Mishnah that if the Met is in front of the person, then he, you're Patur from all the Mitzvot. But if he's not next to you, then you have to do the Mitzvot. And then we brought a Braita, and we understood from the uh, from the uh, the Braita that a person is patur if he has a met even in a different house. Amarav Papa, Rav Papa answered about ten lines in. When you're patur, they we're talking about when you turned your uh, head and you ate. When you ate bread, you turned around. That's when you're patur from all the mitzvot. But if the met is in a different house, then you would be hayav in all the mitzvot regular. Now, we are starting about 11 lines in Rav Ashe, which is Rav Ashe Amar. Rav Ashe wants to explain the contradiction between the Mishnah and the Brayta a little bit differently. Rav Ashe Amar, kevan mutal alav lekovro, kemutal lefanav Since it's your obligation, it's one of the seven uh, relatives that you have to deal with the Avelut, you have to... Uh, uh, buried them. It's your obligation. It's incumbent on you. Abraham stood up from his mat and he went to go speak with Ephron and Benechet. I want to bury my mat, which is in front of me. But at that point, he was speaking with Benechet. Uh, explains as long as you're hayav to bury them, your mitzvah, your obligation is now to deal with the deceased, it's like it's in front of you, and therefore you'd be patur from all the mitzvot. So now the Gemara wants to come up with a diyuk. Meto in lo, aval meshamero lo. If it's your relative that's the deceased, then you'd be patur. But if, let's say, you are just guarding the met, you're doing a shmirah for the Hevra Kadisha, then, you, then you're not patur from all the mitzvot. But we have a brayta that said, hamshamerta met, Person guarding the watching over the met, even if it's not his relative, patur So you see, even the guard is patur. 
So the Gemara explains, Meshamero Afal The person watching the deceased, even though he's not, even though it's not his relative. Meto Afal And if it's your relative, even though you're not actually watching the deceased. So the Gemara again asks another question. Metom Shamero in Aval Mehalech Bebetakvarot Lo. So again, if it's your relative or you're watching the deceased, then uh, you'd be patur. But if I'm walking in the cemetery, I would be hayav. Also, a person is not allowed to walk in the cemetery with a tefillin on, with a sefer Torah in his hand, reading, learning Torah. And if you do that, you're you're insulting the deceased or the cemetery. You're disgracing them. Why? You basically tell them, I can learn Torah and you can't. The Gemara explains, When a person is walking in the cemetery, you're not allowed to have tefillin and learn Torah within four amot of the deceased. Once you're outside that four amot perimeter, then you're allowed to uh, put on tefillin and learn Torah. The met uh, holds uh, four amot, uh, I guess, uh, uh, all around him for Kriyat Shema. I guess the same rules would apply for Limut Torah. But what if it's a person's own met, or if he's the, the, the person watching the met, even four amot away, he'd still be patur from all the mitzvot. The Gemara continues, Gufa. We discussed something before we want to discuss we wanted to discuss in depth right now. A person watching the deceased is patur from all the mitzvot. If there are two guys, one person watches, one guy prays, the other guy, then, then they switch turns. Ben Azayomer, Hayu Ba'im Bisfina, if they were in the boat, Maniho Bezavit, Umit Palelin, Shnehem Bezavit Taheret. We leave the met in one corner of the boat, and we go pray on the other side of the boat. My Benai, what's the difference between Ben Azay and Tanakama? Amaravina, Hoshishilach Barim Ikabenayo. Are we worried about mice? What are, we, what are we worried about mice? So she explains that uh, Tanakama is worried that mice might uh, be on the boat and they might come to uh, bother the body, uh, disgrace it. More Savar Haishinan. Tanakama holds that we are Hoshesh, therefore someone has to be watching them at all times. More Savar Lo Haishinan. Ben Azai holds we don't, uh, we're not worried. Tanura Banan. A person is moving bones from one place to another. Do not put it in a leather bag. And put them on a donkey and sit on top of them. Because you're treating it disgracefully. And if you're worried about goyim or thieves, and same rules apply with the Sefer Torah. What's that last line about the Sefer Torah? What's that about? You want to say it's about the Resha? 
that you're not allowed to sit on top of a uh, Sefer Torah. Pshita, obviously, we, we, of course not. Nigarah Sefer Torah, me'at samot, was the Sefer Torah worse than uh, bones? Ela Asefa. No, we're talking about the second part where with, if there's a Sakana, you're allowed to sit on the, the Sefer Torah. Amar Hava, Amar Yehuda. Kol Met. Person sees emet passing by and does not accompany the met is over does a sin of disgracing the met and making fun of the met. If you did accompany the met, what's the sachar? A person who respects a poor person is accompanying Hashem, and there's nobody more more poor than that person who can't return anything. Um chabedo, and a person who respects Hashem, honen evyon, and therefore he's a, a person who has mercy on the poor. They were walking in bevet kvarot. were all over the floor. pick it up. So the deceased uh, don't say Tomorrow they're going to be by us And today they're making fun of us Did that know all the stuff? The deceased don't know anything You learned the Pasuk You didn't review it If you didn't review it, you didn't do it a third time And if you learned it three times Then you never understood it to begin with Let's look at that pasuk from the beginning. The living know that they are going to die. That's obviously talking about the tzaddikim who don't do averot because they know we're going to die one day. Be careful. That even when they're when they're deceased, they're still alive. Now the Gemara is going to explain that pasuk piece by piece. Who's this Ben Ayo Ben Yada? Ben is high. He's a son of a living man. Atukule alma ben emetenin, or everyone's uh, the, the children of that people. Ela ben is high. Shafilu ben mitato karu high. Even when he passed away, he was considered alive. Rav peali mekavtzel. What was he? Uh, what was his? Uh, he was uh, doing a lot of actions and mekavtzel. Sheriba vekibetz boalim la Torah. He gathered and he, and he collected and he brought people to come learn Torah. He humbled two generations of Batei Mikdash. Nobody was like him on the first bit of Mikdash, on the second bit of Mikdash. He, hit, he went down and hit a lion in the bor, in a hole on a, on a snowy day. So what does that pasuk mean? He broke ice and went down to the river when, when it was freezing and uh, dipped himself so he could become to heart to come learn Torah. And some say the Tanasifra de Berav He learned Torah Kohanim, the concepts of Korbanot on a snow on a snowy day, when it's very, very hard to learn. Um, hard concepts. And the deceased, now the rest of the Pasuk, the deceased don't know anything. What does that mean? 
These are Shaim, even when they're alive, they consider the deceased Shenemar. Uh, I think Yehezkel spoke to Tzedkiyahu and told them, You're a halal rasha, you're a corpse, that, that is a, that a, you're a wicked corpse. Even though he was alive, he called them a corpse, halal. Or you could learn from this pasuk, uh, the two, uh, two witnesses or three witnesses, um, uh, we kill the deceased. Now, he's alive. We're going to kill a live person. We don't kill a dead person. He's originally a met. Why? Because he's a rasha. The children of Rabbi Haya went out to a uh, city, they went out to work, and they forgot what they were learning. And they were trying to remember, and one told the other, Does our father know what the pain we're going through? And the brother said, How does he know? A person's children will get honored and he doesn't know. And the rest of the pasuk is, if they suffer, he doesn't understand. So you see that he, that the deceased don't know. What are you talking about? How do you say that our father doesn't know? The, the deceased's uh, skin hurts and, and, and his soul uh, mourns. That worms in the body of the deceased is like uh, pins and needles in a living person. He knows in the tsar the pain of their own body, but not in another person's a body. He doesn't know what's going on in the world. So now the Gemara is going to ask another story. Now this story, um, a lot of pens have been broken trying to explain it and different levels. I would suggest if anyone wants to look into it, there's the Maharsha version. There's the Benish High version, the Rishonim go into it. Um, a lot of halachic uh, questions come up over here. Very, very kedai to look into it. But just for the Dafiomi purpose, we're going to just uh, read and explain it. Velo, you're telling me that the, that, uh, the deceased don't know what's going on? There was a Hasid Ehad. And whenever it says Hasid uh, it's either Rabbi Yehuda Bar Elai or Rabbi Yehuda Ben Baba. Shenatan dinar la'ani be'ayr v'shana b'shne batzoret. He gave tzedakah to a poor person at a, during starvation year. Ve'hiknitatu ishto his wife and him got an argument. Ve'halach ve'lan be'bet akvarot. He was embarrassed of everyone. He went to the to the to the cemetery. Ve'shama sheteru chot shem saprot zolazo. And you heard two children. Uh, the neshamot were speaking to one to the other. Amra hadal haveta, and the neshamot said one to the other, "Haverati boy v'neshud ba'olam v'nishma ma'chore paragod ma poranut ba la'olam." My uh, my dear friend, let's go and we'll listen to what's going gonna what tragedies are gonna happen to the world this year. Amra le haveta eni yechol. I can't uh, go with you. She'ani kevura b'machzelat shalkanim. I'm surrounded by uh, reeds, I guess, a matter of reeds, and I, I guess uh, I'm embarrassed, uh, for, for whatever reason, is either embarrassed or I can't move, I don't know exactly what the story is, uh, rather you go and uh, you deal with it, whatever you hear, tell me, the first, so the first neshama went and, and, and heard, August, what'd you hear? From behind uh, the curtain, anyone who uh, 
plants earlier in the winter or earlier in the planting season um, will be it's, everything's going to be destroyed by hail. So this Hasid went and planted in the second uh, uh, part of the, the, the planting season. Everyone else got uh, ruined with the, by, by the hail and his didn't. So next year, he did the same thing. And he heard those two ruhot talking to one another. Let's go around the world and hear from behind the curtain what's going to happen in the world this year. I'm uh, I guess I'm buried with uh, a mat of reeds and I can't move or embarrassed to move. You go and tell me what uh, what's going to happen. So Neshama number one goes, comes back. What did you hear? Anyone who plants the second part of the planting season, it's going to rot. So this uh, Hasid went and planted the first part of the planting season. Everyone's rotted and his didn't. Amra lo ishtos, his wife now tells him. Last year, everyone's got ruined and yours didn't. And this year, everyone's got ruined and yours didn't get ruined either. So the Hasid was honest with his wife. He told her exactly what happened. Um, not, not a lot of days passed, and there was a little, you know, there was a fight between the neighbors, between the Hasid's wife and the mother of the Neshama that was uh, surrounded by the mat of reeds. And uh, I guess the wife of the Hasid told him, she, she was trying to embarrass her and tell her, look at your daughter. Uh, she's trying to, uh, she's, uh, she's uh, in a disgracefully buried with, with a mat of reeds. So the third year, he went again to the, to the, to the, to the cemetery, slept over there. And he heard the the the, the, ruhot, the spirit speaking again. Let's go hear what's going on. Um, so my friend, my uh, my neshama friend, you gotta leave me alone because apparently whatever we've been talking about, someone has been hearing, uh, someone alive has been hearing. So you see from this following story that the deceased do know what's going to happen. So the Gemara answers, Who said, uh, maybe, the, maybe the way they know what's going on, because someone who was alive passed away and came and tell her what's going on, but not necessarily, not necessarily do they know what's going on. So the Gemara is going to try to bring another proof that the deceased know what's going on uh, with the living. Zairi on his way to learn Torah 
would leave his bag of money with by the host he was staying by. One time until he went and came back, the host passed away. He went after her to the cemetery. Some say it was a dream. Okay. Where's my money? Go get them. They're under the threshold of the house, under uh, under a certain area. And by the way, tell my mother to send me my comb, I guess uh, to, to my makeup uh, case. With, uh, tell her to send my uh, comb and my makeup case with, uh, with the, the following lady who's coming tomorrow. You see that they do know what's going on with the life. Maybe they, maybe it was the Malach Duma who was who was in charge of uh, the deceased, and he was just uh, announcing. Oh, by the way, we make room. Uh, the, the following lady is coming tomorrow, so she did know. We still have no proof. So Tashema, let's say another another story. Shmuel's father used to watch money of Yetomim. When, when he passed away, Shmuel wasn't there. They would call Shmuel, the, the son of the person who ate the, 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 the money of Yetomim. He went to, to his uh, he went to the cemetery to his father's grave. I want my father. Where is my father? There's a lot of fathers over here. I want Ababaraba. That's my father's name. There's a lot of Ababarabas over here. I'm looking for Ababaraba, the father of Shmuel. the yeshiva of the, the heavens. While he's there, so he gets to the yeshiva and he sees Levi standing outside. Why are you outside? My time, go inside, go learn Torah with everyone else. Levi explained, listen, uh, all these years, I never went to Rabbi Afes' yeshiva to learn Torah, and it hurt him. It was like, you know, embarrassing, and therefore they won't allow me the same amount of years in the yeshiva of heaven. In the meantime, Shmuel's father came. He saw that his father was crying and laughing at the same time. Why are you crying? You're coming very soon. So why are you smiling then? Because you're very, very important over here. So if I'm born, let me bring in Levi. So I told him, bring in Levi. Levi, and they brought in Levi. Dad, where's the money of the, the kid, of the Yatomim? Go get them under the under the, the mill. There's a whole bunch of bags. The top one and the bottom one is ours. And the middle bags are uh I belong to the Yatomim. Amale my tamavatahi, why would you do that? Amale Iganovedan. If someone comes and finds it, they would steal ours because ours is on the top. If we hide it on the ground and the ground swallows it, it will swallow ours. 
Alma de Adoyes, you see that this is Duna. Dilma Shani Shmuel Kevan de Hashiv Kadmeo Machaze Panula Makom. Maybe Shmuel's different. Uh, Shmuel, everyone knew that he was passing away because they need to make room in the yeshiva. Ve'af Rabbi Yonatan Hadarbe. Even Rabbi Yonatan, who said that uh, that uh, that the deceased don't know what's going on, he went back on his words. He uh, he changed his mind. How do we know that the deceased speak to one another? What's a lemor? Hashem told Moshe before he was going to pass away, look, this is all of Eretz Yisrael, I want you to go tell uh, um, uh, Abraham Yitzhak and Yaakov that I kept up my side of the promise. And if you want to tell me that they don't know except for their own pain, what's going to help if Moshe tells them? They are there. You want to tell me that they do know? So why would he tell them? They should know on their own. The Gemara explains. Moshe had to go tell them so they could, uh, you know, if uh, the messenger says something good, they, they, they like the messenger. So he wanted them to like the messenger. Therefore, Moshe, you go tell them. I don't want to tell them. You should go tell them so this way they could like you very much.